like in your face, like in your face a lot. Really like I'm liking my face too. Welcome to the unfiltered experience. I am Batman, and this is Robin. I don't know if I feel good about the whole Are Robin. You Robin? Thing. I'll be Robin. I'll be Robin. Welcome to the unfiltered experience <laughs> where anything can happen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's Friday night, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and you're at your place where we have kick-ass unfiltered conversations designed to move you forward in Gotham City. <laughs> Sounds good. I've been drinking since 11 o'clock this morning. I just started right now. So. <laughs> I'm kidding. What's up, brother Scott? How you doing? Guess what I was doing right before we went, we came live. Guess what I was, I, just take a guess what I, I was I, doing. I, I caught, you mumbled something as you were getting on about cleaning up a mess. So Jackson did something and, and in, in the real world, this is how things are. We run around doing something crazy and then you come in and go, Hi. <laughs> so what was it? What did what happened? I just robbed a bank. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> no, seriously. He, we, I went and picked him up from school. Barb's going out and have a girls night tonight. And, uh, and uh, so uh, what's up, Damien? Good to see you. Coach DC in the house. What's up, gentlemen? He says, um, so he's like, dad, you want to play superheroes? And I'm like, yeah. I said, what do you want me to be? And he's like, well, I'm going to be Iron Man. So you get to be Batman. And I'm like, Batman, ooh, I said, nice. And so Ozzy was the Joker. So we chased Ozzy around the poor guy. So <laughs> like, I was sitting there running I around do? and I was running, truth be told, I was running around and I had this thing up on top of my head because I was like, okay, I got to get you, a, I got to get him a show and then refill my drink and then get up here, get the studio lights going on. And then I forgot I had it on my head. So I was like, oh, fuck it, you know? So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, Mary Kay? She says, what's up, superheroes? Good to see you. Good to see you. Damien's in the house. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the unfiltered experience. Yes, where we have unfiltered conversations. Let me just get this thing off my get this. Get that thing off your head. Get that thing off my head. And I was gonna use my ear, my earplugs, my ear, whatchamacallits, but they turned into a spaghetti incident. They turn, they turn. Well, actually, you know, they're not that bad right now. There you go. Do I look good with cans? I mean, should I should I just keep the cans, Scott? You know, I, I always go. I was, I, I've almost put those on a few times too because they they look cool. But I just, I don't know. I just wear these things. I don't know. You know what's funny is that here's the reason why I've been wearing them more. They sound so nice. Ooh, like these give me point. like a little bit of feedback or whatever. And these are actually pretty decent. But if you notice, I'm always pushing them back in my ear. It's like I, people say, "Is that a code thing?" Is are you and Scott doing a code thing? Where'd you go? Ah, uh, you're fucking with me. Don't you be messing with me. Oh, I hit my mute. That's right. I coughed and I forgot I hit my mute. My oh, did you? I don't I can't see that part of the camera. No, I went like this real quick. <laughs> I do the quick mute for the cough. So if anybody ever sees mm -hmm. me going, that means I'm on mute and I coughed. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We got Larry in the house. What's up? What's up? Hey. If you guys haven't been following Scott and I in the unfiltered experience for a while, we started these shows off as Friday Night Live. And for the last part of what, 2020? No, 20, yeah, 2020. I always forget yeah. fucking year it is. The end of 2020. Remember we were doing, we were just doing the drinking shows? Oh, yeah. It was like fun. from the backyard and everything? Yeah. Those are good times. That's why I was like, you know what? Unfortunately, our guest tonight is not feeling well. So he had to cancel at the last second. So we're just doing like a, what I call a grab bag show, just to see what we talk about, see what's up, see what you guys want to talk about. Initiate any comments in there that you guys would like for us for talk about as far as topics. If you have a question or whatever, this is just a free for all show. This is what we call a chit chat show, a grab bag show. As always, Scott and I, well, I'm sure apart um, opportunities for wisdom and, and experiential, experiential growth. I can't even say that. Like experiential growth. I tried to say that word earlier and I couldn't say it either. Oh, look at Mary Kay says, I'm drinking. Cheers. What are you drinking, Mary Kay? Hey, we got Glenda in the house. What's up, Glenda? What's going on? So we appreciate all you beautiful souls being here with us every single week. If you guys aren't here every single week, put it in your calendar. It's every Friday night, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's it also make sure your guys are a part of the community, you know, the unfiltered experience.com go there, the Facebook community, yeah. we're doing more and more in there. And we look forward to doing some pretty cool shows in 2022. And we would love your guys's feedback on that. Um, but definitely what's going on with you, man. How's things? I mean, I can't even, I just, I keep tripping out that it's fucking December. It's just, I just, I trip out so hard lately. It's just like, what, why? Totally. No, totally. It's just so fast. Everything's going so quick. And 
I mean, I so a lot of that, and we've talked about this before, but the reason things are going so quick is because people are waking up. If you're one of those people that feels like things are going full speed ahead and you can't slow things down, it's because your car was in automatic and you were driving down that boring highway near you that you go like this and then you're like, how the hell did I get home? And suddenly you just switched in a manual and you're in a sports car and you're being forced to drive. So everything seems to be moving so quick. You're noticing the signs going by. You're noticing that car went by. You notice that cop. You notice you're seeing it all and you're like, how's it Friday? How's it Friday? How's it Friday? How's it December? How's it January? How am I 50? What just happened? And <laughs> yeah. that gives you some insight into how we really need to live this life. Because if we can see how quick it can go and how aggressive it can feel when things are spinning, just flying by you, then getting into that moment and really enjoying that ride, enjoying the fact that you've got a stick shift, you've got a clutch, you've got the opportunity to feel this vehicle that we're in that's called Scott or Chris or everyone who's here today. There's something beautiful about driving this vehicle. And I think we've allowed ourselves to sit in autopilot through evolution for a long time. And I'm not mocking autopilot because autopilot has gotten us here. But now it's time to take the gears and, and take them in on our own. So that's where we're at, dude. That's where the we're awake, at. The awakening of the planet. The, the awakening of the planet. I actually, we haven't had a chance to talk this week, but my guest on Tuesday night show, I've already got her as a guest for us, I think on January 22nd or something like that. Her name is Sarah Tynan. And um, I was introduced to her. I can't remember exactly how I was introduced to her, but I had her on the show and uh, talk, talking basically like quantum physics and energies and vibrations sure. and frequencies and all this other stuff. And it was such a cool conversation really to have with her to talk about, you know, the fact, you know, like being in the moments, I, I obviously talked about that um, as much as I already do, already do anyway, but just talking about, you know, and it's something that I've been playing in my mind recently. It's like, if you knew that next June, everything that you were thinking about and worrying about right now was going to all be good, how would you be feeling and acting right now? And the same thing she was kind of saying, she goes, listen, guys, she goes, everything's played out for everything's set up for you. It's just a matter of you going through those motions and actually changing the dynamic of what it is that you're intentionalizing in the world with your vibrations and your frequency. So if you're walking around like, oh, I wonder if this is going to happen, I, 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 your frequency is off. And she talks about the fact that like, you know, when you just sit back and you're just, you're, you're, you're calm and you're cool and you know that it's already set up for you and that you can go through those motions, that that's where the universe starts to open up for you. And that's where she says, you're like, be careful what you wish for. And then we got into the conversation about people winning the lottery and whatnot, but it was a great, it was a great conversation. I was actually really impressed. And so I, I said, you need to meet Scott. You need to be on the unfiltered experience. You guys would definitely jive and we could actually explore this conversation deeper, but you know, it kind of gave me a sense of comfort. Like even for me, like I've admitted on the show, like sometimes I'm thinking about the, the, the outcomes and Lynn Serrano just popped up and Lynn and I've had some private conversations where she's like, Hey brother, you know, you got to stop worrying about controlling the outcomes and being tied to the results. You're just supposed to sit back and it's all working out for your greater good. Just make sure you're doing the things that you need to do, which is writing the book. Um, so for me, it's like, it's it, having that show really kind of reset my week and aside from the pain stuff like that, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just jazzed. I'm jazzed to, to experience the holidays. I'm jazzed for 2022. I've already made a personal promise to myself that it's going to be about the best year of my life. I'm going to be in the best shape of my life. So I'm already, you know, preloading my, my, my brain for success and I'm just stoked. I'm just stoked. What about I you, like man? It. Oh, we got, we got, we got, oh, wait a minute. We, we got, got some great people. We got, Joe, we got, we got Serena in the house. Serena, Ooh, we got she Linda, says it's time. It's Robert. time to be the change. I know. Serena, if you want to come on here, let me know. Send me a private message. You want to pop on here for like a few minutes? I told Sky, so we're just going to do a, a grab bag show. If you want to pop in for a few minutes, tell us what's going on with Help Heal sure. Humanity. Would love to have you. I'll send you the link. Let me know. What's up? Bring Joanna yeah. on so we can have we can have the the to the, the dual feminine masculine. I don't know. I think both of those ladies are more Too fucking much. masculine than us. Too much. There you go. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm fucking serious, man. They've I think got Joanna, the full balance of the masculine. Those two can kick our ass. I mean, we're pretty tough dudes, but I think you get Johanna and you get Serena, and and we're on a mat. In, yeah, no. They they both fully. Plus, I would probably let them kick my ass, just to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> I would let them pin me. I'm just saying. <laughs> look at look at this. <laughs> both are like, hey, hey, yeah. Would you guys take on that challenge? Did you guys would you guys like to pin me and Scott? <laughs> hey, I we're always so fucking serious on the show, dude. That's why I was like, did you see the way I promoted the show? I wrote in there I, here. I wrote in there. I, I kept it right here. Um, I wrote in the like you know the first thing I usually do the bullet points like you know you're gonna expect this you can expect that I put on here does the first bullet point is does anyone actually read what I type here the second bullet point is do you really think you can lie to yourself and expect to get away with it and the third one is what are you getting yourself for Christmas. 
I actually didn't read it today because because you just said it was chit chat, so I didn't read it because I didn't even look at it. I usually read the whole thing. So oh, whatever you, you wrote, you could have wrote Scott's a moron. I wouldn't even. <laughs> so. Oh my god, that's yet. funny. So we appreciate you guys being here. Uh, what is that? Uh, Sarita says, "Jazz it up, baby." Absolutely. Uh, she says she's driving. Well, there's this thing called pulling over. Yeah, there's this thing called pulling over. I was going to say something else, but I won't even say that. But it's pulling. I felt where that was going. I'm I was so like, glad yeah. you just finished it with over. Uh huh. I know. I know. I know. You all Thank married you, dudes. Hey, hey, listen, Glenn, I think Glenda's trying to say she wants to get on this action. What we should do, Scott, we should do a celebrity like boxing match. Like back in the old days, we get in the, the, the mud room or the mud pit and we let women, you know, for money, like for charity, for help heal humanity, we let women beat us up in a mud pit. Would you do that? Yeah. Would I? Absolutely. Yeah, why not? Right. <laughs> I'm sure people. our wives would understand. Hey, we're doing it for charity. Kim would actually just laugh because I've been a clown since day one. It should just be like, of course, go play in the mud and just come home later. <laughs> just don't get arrested, Scott. Pretty much. That that's where we're at. Once you're 50, they're just like, okay, you're a little boy, go play in the mud, come home, take a shower after. Yeah, all right. <laughs> exactly. Serena says, so sassy tonight. Well, it's been a long week, Serena. I had a board meeting this week, but no, actually, actually, the board meeting was awesome. We had an awesome board meeting this week. Uh, Glenda says, funny you two. Uh Joanna signing up. She says yes. Serena says yes. Uh yeah, so I, th I think we got some winners in there. One of my buddies was actually posing shirtless uh, this week. And when he did a Facebook Live, and he was in the gym and he's shirtless and stuff like that. And I'm like, I private messaged him. I said, if I did that shit, my wife would be like, what are you trying to do? And my wife, I tell her, I said, oh, I, tell, I tell her, I said, you know what? You understand that your husband has the kind of the, the sexy thing going on. He's like a, a, a positive guy, but he's kind of got the bad boy thing going on. You realize this, right? And she goes, yeah, I know, but you're mine. Da, da, da. I said, so you're okay with me taking my shirt off and kind of like just showing my 75 hard results? And she's like, and I said, you know, that's going to garner a lot of, lot of stuff. Right. I said, but you know, obviously I'm here with you. And she was like, Hmm. So I did it anyway. No, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about, I'm about to, I'm about to post some pictures. So if you guys are interested in seeing me without my shirt, on, I'm going to post some pictures because I am making a pledge and a commitment to the whole entire world that I'm going to get in the best shape of my life by the time I'm 53, which is only by February 26th. So I'll do I'm that with little, you. I'm having a little fun. I actually just ordered some some fitness products. Like there's I because I, I was just in Florida, so to go to that point, let's let's go down that road actually because that's that's actually Florida. It's a lot of humidity. Road. We're gonna go down the road of of fitness and what does that mean and why are we doing it? Because first, I must share this though. I drink, therefore I think, or something. I can't even read. I drink and then I know things. It's kind of <laughs> like staying at a Holiday Inn Express. So. So long story short, so I was in uh, Southeast Florida, down from like West Palm down to Miami, and everybody there is doing something external in their body. You know, they're getting the John collagen. wants to know when you were here. <laughs> I was just there all week. Where I, I, you know, it's funny because I, I have so many friends down there, but you're there for a quick time. I just threw it on Facebook. I'm in Florida on the beach, and if anybody commented, I'd meet up or whatever, but it was so fast. But everybody down there has got collagen in their lips, got Botox. You know, they're doing so many things for the external and everybody looks great, but I see an emptiness in so many people's eyes, oh, like yeah. a, a total emptiness. And so where's that combination of, you know, I think Johanna gets it. Like, I think she's one of those people or Serena where, you know, you're looking your best, but you're not looking your best to like say I look great. I feel like there's a, you're taking care of your vessel and you're falling in love with the idea that I'm a spirit who's been given this vessel. Of course, I'm going to take care of it. And where's that fine line with it? Because what I do a lot is I do the whole justification where I'm like, I'm 50. I look great for 50. Right. Why not just look insane? Like, and not, not just because of the looks, but why not take care of, like when I'm sitting here going, do I do the chocolate covered almonds or do I do a little apple and peanut butter? I used to always go apple and peanut butter. And now I'm going chocolate covered almonds. Why? Mm. It doesn't Short change gratification. that much. Yum. But I'm going to start shifting back. Because um, in Florida, what I was doing was I was making those little differences in fact i got um an iv therapy i think i told you about it called nad no, and nad is this so i told you i think we talked about it before i think we were talking about things that would be good for pain relief oh, yeah. so nad is this thing that naturally occurs in the body i'm going to butcher the explanation but uh, on a cellular level what it's doing is it's helping to like clean out the system so it's it's crazy what it can do it gets people off of drugs it helps people with inflammation it helps athletes recover but i did it and i instantly felt like like really alive the only problem mm. cost 500 bucks and then you know an iv 
an injection. So it's not like a thing I'm going to do every two weeks. Um, but it was, it was incre incredible. Like, wow. Incredible. Like I felt like I was. It's like heroin. I felt like, but it's, 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 it's the, you know how like everything else makes you high. It just felt restorative. I instantly was like, oh my God, this is like being 20 again, just for the moment. And so. How long does it last? It's like ecstasy. As much as a month. Like I'm still feeling it. I still feel yeah. great. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like ecstasy. It's the opposite. Like I'm not getting high. It's misery. So think of right. Think of right now. You, you have back pain and other pain. What if everything went away for a minute and your homeostasis was just comfort? That's what I feel. So normally nice. everything's hurting. You just go to a space of comfort. And that's a mm. weird feeling because you can produce more from that space. And then you go back to misery eventually. That's the whole, that's why I was like, shit. Why <laughs> See, I'm not sure about that shit. I'm, I, I, always, I always wonder. I always wonder, like, is it really worth it? You know, no, you it heat, is. heat up your seats and then all of a sudden it gets cold outside. You're like, what? No, if you can drop 500 bucks every other week, then it's fine. I can't. So I can drop I my pants every other week. There you Serena go. says, you're killing me, Chris. Why am I killing you? I'm just being me. What? It's hurting. What? Her. It's killing her. I'm just, I'm just being a little bit more playful. I was like, you know what? I actually thought about this tonight. I was like, we always have so many serious shows and everything. And I want people to always know that, you know, we can also be lighthearted and fuck around. And oh, oh Serena didn't see my mask. Did you see my mask, Serena? I don't think she did. She I think Serena's probably in the mask. She goes, what'd you say? With your knowledge of street drugs, she's talking to you, Scott. Possibly. <laughs> I mean, I can definitely give you a Our full rundown. Yeah. Hey, I heard they're going to make psilocybin and uh, and ecstasy and a few other things legal here in Southern in California. Candy flipping. Ooh, what's that? Candy flipping. Is that robo tripping? It's doing ecstasy and either acid or mushrooms at the same time. So how do we get more people, to your point of thinking, back to seriousness here for a second, um, how do we get people to to embrace that, to, to, to be able to release the egoic bullshit, the validation, the significance, the possession, the I've got this, I've got a house with 18 bathrooms. How do we get people out of that mode and into the mode where you're in? Okay, so do you want to go here? Because I can go really deep right now. Go I'm, deep, I'm, man. I don't give it. This is a grab bag show. This is like whatever you, you comes just to said mind. You want, you want to be joking around or I can go real serious. We could do so, both. Okay. Can so, I joke around about you going deep? There you go. You can joke <laughs> around about me going deep. So uh, he's going in. Did you see that? He's he's going in. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> let's see you pay attention to that shit. No, so this is a simple way to look at things. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick breakdown of seriousness, and then you we can joke after. But so here's the deal: okay. every single person in the space of this earth, whether they comprehend it or not is living in a space of trauma. And that trauma might be super minuscule or super magnificent, it doesn't matter. And one of the first things that I've always heard when I talk to friends who are psychiatrists or psychotherapists, they say, every person who comes from a trauma, whether their whole family was slaughtered in a war or whether they have a new bump on their hand, they say, my trauma is not even anything compared to other stuff you've listened to. What are you doing there? What do you got going on? Do you hear that? Yeah, I hear your stuff. What the hell? Oh, hang on one sec. Let me close the door. I was like, what the hell is that coming from? It's coming from the hey, TV from Jackson. Yeah, hang on one sec. Keep talking. So long story short, if you're in a space of trauma, you're going to dilute your trauma and say, my trauma doesn't mean anything. And all trauma really is, is the most simple way to look at it is however you received the thing that happened that hurt you in some capacity, if your nervous system couldn't handle it and however long it couldn't handle it, that's the gauge of the trauma. So let's say, for example, my mom just said, you're not that smart or my dad or my grandmother said, you're not that smart and my nervous system couldn't handle it. I'm still living with that imprinted in my DNA. And now I believe I'm not that smart, period. Mm -hmm. So what's happened in this world is we've had all of these things that are traumatic hurt us. And so that's what's keeping us on autopilot. Because while we're trying to deal with the trauma and figure out what's wrong with in here, we're not changing the scope of what the world wants to become. And so right now, the world is pretty simple. It's this. The reason that you know, you're even making the jokes about like, hey, let's do the mud rustling or whatever is our brain still is thinking, reproduce, 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 like it just sacks nonstop, because the way this world sustains itself, is procreation. So when you see a pretty girl, or somebody sees an attractive guy, or someone says something funny, you kind of do that quick. Wonder what that would be like. Man. And, and it's just your brain. 
And the, the, the thing with that is that's gotten us this far. And now we're trying to figure out how do we shift from that into a space of really wanting to try to find truth instead of trying to find consistent procreation and consistent evolution in the old world. And as we're shifting into that new world, those who are awakening are struggling because one one part of you is going, I just want to change the world, do all the right things. The other person part's looking over going, oh, shit, why am I still thinking that? And then we have this guilt. We have these associations. So as we're sitting here evolving, we're in a very interesting time because the more awakened we are, the more our senses are on overload. And that's why we're seeing suicides. That's why we're seeing people revolting. That's why we're seeing people leaning into cults or like just crazy thinking or polarizing through specific news channels. And we're in a space right now where it's overwhelming. And I know we've talked about that. So so my point to everybody right now is imagine this. If you can recognize that your spirit is much more than something that needs to reproduce here and run around and just be a dominant figure. If you can see that it's more than that, what could you become? And that's mm. the question I'd ask everybody. What could you become? So to the point, do I want my vehicle to be youthful so that I'm pretty? Or do I want my vehicle to be youthful so I can do more work here until I pass and be active? I'm going with plan B. And so that's what that's what I'm doing. And at the same time, if you can look nice and go out and clean up well, well, shit, you go ahead and do it. You know, I'm, I'm all for that. I'll shave now and then and try to look pretty and <laughs> look good at a dinner. You know, it's worth it. <laughs> oh, dude, what you're talking about is so spot on. So spot on. I was just thinking about that the other day. We we're talking about... Um, um, negative self-image. What you're really talking about is that negative self-image. And, and to break out of that, you know, really you have to go back and you have to change your beliefs and change the truths about what was programmed into your mind. I mean, you think about it, like all the different conditioning that happened. And I was just telling somebody the other day, just thinking about getting them to shift their perspective. I'm like, how many teachers did you have in your life? And I expected the person to say 12. They're like, well, we moved six times. So I had, you know, I had 37 teachers. I'm like, so you had 37 people of influence in your life over a period of 18 years, whatever it is, that poured into you and told you different things about yourself based on your performance academically. And that's what you put into your brain as a truth. And now you sit there and say, oh, I always suck at this, or I never. Like the two words you should eliminate from your vocabulary, ladies and gentlemen, is always and never. And especially when it's, it's going into that negative self-talk. I was telling my client today, I sat there and said, you know what? I said, do me a favor. I said, for the negative self-chatter in your brain, I've recently started doing this myself, give it a name. So Bob is coming. Oh, here comes Bob. the negative chatter in your brain is Bob. Oh, here comes fucking Bob again. Bob's trying to shit on my parade. Bob's trying to make me worry about what's going to happen with COVID. Bob's trying to make me worry about what's going to happen with the presidency. Bob's fuck Bob. Get the fuck out of here, Bob. And she was kind of like looking at me like, yeah, okay, I get it. And I said, here, let me paint a different picture. My door is right there. If some motherfucker comes walking in here, and starts talking to me like that. What are you going to do? Oh, you're going to stand up and say, you can't talk to me like that. And I explained to her, I said, why do we allow it on ourselves? I said, let's give it a name. Charlie. Fuck you, Charlie. You're not going to piss on my parade today. Guess what? Here's my intention. I'm going to enjoy the moment. I'm going to enjoy the day. I'm going to build one, my life, one brick at a time. I think I told you about this with the Will Smith book. I think, I can't remember if you had heard of this. That story, just let me tell it to you guys just real quickly. The new Will Smith book, go get it. I read the whole fucking thing. It's that thick and I never finish a book. Hardly ever. I shouldn't say never. I just told you I'd say never. Isn't that funny? <laughs> and in that book, in that book, he actually starts the book out and he's told the story on a couple of interviews. He says that he goes, when he, him and his, him and his brother had to go build a wall at his dad's shop and Will Smith was 10 and his brother was like six or seven. And they, they were looking at like every day they had to go after school in the summer after on Saturdays, they had to do it every single day. And they were just like, every day he's like, fuck, I'm not ever going to get, I'm never going to get done with this wall. This is crazy. And his dad says, you know, you got to stop bitching about it. He goes, all you need to do is lay one brick perfectly. Just focus on that one brick, get that one brick perfect, and then move on to the next brick. And we're so often, so often consumed with all so many bricks and all this other stuff. And I thought that was magnificent. Like, so I've actually even got a sticky note in front of me that says, what brick do you plan on laying perfectly today? But I'm trying to do five bricks half-assed. It's like, what brick are you laying today? And then I put a dry erase board. I have a dry erase board in my, my bedroom. And this says, what brick did you lay today? And how do you feel about it? And so I just started doing that. And it was like, Instead of focusing on 10 things, five things, three things, now every day is just about laying a perfect brick and being able to disassociate with all that other bullshit. And I've been so much more peaceful this week, dude. I, I turned down some opportunities and I was just like, it's not my lane. It's not my speed. I could definitely be more famous and all this other shit. I'm like, 
I'm enjoying my life right now, not Amen. being consumed with what's next. Amen. And so, so here's another thing, if you don't mind me adding to that, because that's a perfect oh, yeah, prelude no. to, to something. We're just that, chatting. We're just yeah, chatting and people are watching. I, I know you don't mind. I'm just, just saying. <laughs> um, so so that there, there's so much truth in that. I love that. So one of the things that I see people doing a lot is they they complain about practice and they say, you know, practice doesn't matter. Um, where is it going? That just did one of those. I haven't done one of these in a while. I did one time. That NAD stuff is working on me. Is Hold it? On a second. Go back to where you were. Keep talking. I had some, I had a, I had, you know what it is? I get excited when I have a, a perfect thing to add. You get so excited. I'm so excited. I'm actually messaging somebody who's chiming in here and asking her if she wants to come on here for a second. Cool. Who's that? Because I said, you know, do you want to come on? So I would get Serena coming on. Cool. Cool. Yeah, cool. She's, uh, she's driving somebody else. Um, I was going to invite somebody else, but I don't see they're commenting. So I don't even know if they're still here with us anymore. But um, actually, I want to go back while you're thinking about that. Um, Catherine. What's up, Catherine? Thank you for being here. I believe you're new to the unfiltered experience. Thank you for being here. What is that stand for? Is that a commercial? Is that uh, is that code? Is that like team? Like, you know, who do you trust? Who empowers you? Who is your person of accountability and who's your mentor? I'm not sure. Jacques, what's up, Jacques? Thank you so much for being in the house, the unfiltered experience. Uh, he says, life is about human connection on many levels, dude. So true, so true, so true. And I did not get this for so many years. I just saw somebody post something about being a lone wolf. Oh, my friend, Nathan, Nathan Kohlerman. He was in there posting, like, I used to be the lone wolf. And he was like in a, in a picture of all these men. He's been doing men's retreats and stuff like that. He goes, this is where it's at, the community. So thank you, Jacques, for saying that. Um, and you got a men's group coming up in Austin, right? So you know what I'm going to do with that? I, I was going to do um, a full weekend. And I was thinking about it more. The integration is 99% of it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do one of the 12 week programs, but I'm going to split it down the middle and do a one day in the middle. So we have an embrace session where, you know, what happens in the middle there in that, that player week. And at the end, do another one. So there's integration being built in. So not only are meeting, but we're also doing preparation work plus integration work. So the impact is going to be far more sustainable because I don't want to do, I kept getting excited about it. And I'm like, what if these people run away? as they had their breakthrough and it turns into a Tony Robbins-esque event. I don't want people to be high and then come down and think that was the problem and not realize there's a sustainability component in the integration. So mm -hmm. I changed the way I was building it out because a bunch of people are interested and I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I see what's happening. You think all your problems are going to come get solved this weekend. No, I want you to commit to 12 weeks. And so job. I'm shifting it. So, but yeah. And that's my, that's my thought. I don't think the one weekend is good for every guy right now. I think it's going to be too explosive without sustainability. I think this is for you. She says, uh, Marlene says, you are a perfect example of choosing to move to serve the collective level. Absolutely, Marlene. Thank you so much. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Johanna says, uh, hi, beautiful. What's up? Um, Jock says here, he goes, eliminate, can't, won't, don't, and shouldn't from your vocabulary. Absolutely. Serena says here, one brick of time. You're driving. I thought you were driving. What's up? I thought you were driving. Um, Glenda says, thank you, Chris. And uh, Marlene says, so nice to see you here. It's amazing to feel your sweet, vibrant energy. I think that's back for Johanna or it could be about me. I'm not sure. <laughs> Apparently I have some, some, some vibrant something or other going on. Um, Marlene says, hey guys, thank you so much for each and every one of you. Really, truthfully, you guys are on Filtered Crew. We love each and every one of you. We are excited every single Friday, whether to bring you a serious conversation with a guest or just sit here and have a conversation between me and Scott. Because these are the kind of, kind of conversations that we have together. So um, we just want to include you in on that. If there's something that you would like to know about, you know, as you're planning your 2022, which is still difficult for me to say, what have you guys got going on? And you would like some feedback on it. Please put it in there, uh, comment on it, whether it's live or on the replay. We would love to have that engagement with you guys. We appreciate you guys. And if this is digging with you, please share this out. Whether you know somebody who would dig it or not, as Ken Walls would say, just share it out. Just share it out. Just share the shit out. Um, did you come back to your I thought? I did quick. All right, before okay. I lose it again. So Don't lose it again. Moment, when you're in the present moment, and I've been hanging on it while you're talking because I'm going to oh. lose it again. Um, so here's the thing. Tight. So many of us get to a space that we don't like to practice. We just say we're going to show up. We need to show up. So let's say we're going to have a big family celebration in two months. We work our asses off and we just try to get through the moment. And then we end up in that space. We're in that place that we want to be. But what we've done is we're on overdrive and we don't have the ability to come back to present moment. So we think that we're going to pick and choose what we call positive moments to be present. And here's the reality. 
like Chris was talking about, you know, you're always looking for the, the, um, the destination versus the journey. If you start doing that, when you get to the supposed destination, what happens to so many of us is we get the house, we get the car, we get the job, we get the girl, we get the event. And then we're sitting in the event and we're like, this is it. And you, you're, you're freaking miserable. And so one way to avoid that misery is right now, maybe you're not having the best day, sit and feel, sit and feel. And the reason I gave you guys that explanation about trauma is let's say, for example, right now that you just don't feel good and you're looking around the world and you're like, this feels yucky or why is this happening at work? Or why are these people doing this? Or why is this kid shooting up a school? Or why does everyone get this disease? Here's the thing, feel that. And so recognize this, your reactions can be one of two things. It can be the response that comes with your trauma. So let's say that we're talking about something that says, are you enough or not? And you were told you weren't enough as a kid. If you want, you can react from the way you were as a child, hearing you're not enough and go, I'm not enough. I can't get the job. There's no way. Or you can say, I'm a well-educated human being. I've done a lot of work. I respect the fact that I hear that voice from yesteryear. But right now in this moment, I'm a new person. I'm going to bring that beautiful child with me. And I'm going to come to this present moment. And I damn well am going to get the job because I'm worthy and I'm amazing. And so my point is, whatever you're feeling now, feel through it. Feel through it. And don't rush through it. You've got your car, your manual now downshift to first gear, turn the radio to your favorite song, pull off on the side street and just feel. Because then when you get to that vacation, then when you get to that house, you're so used to feeling and you're willing to feel those things that weren't the perfect feelings could have done one of two things. We can rush, compartmentalize, get to these points and then explode. Or we can feel, 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 stay in manual instead of autopilot. And then when we get to those moments that are beautiful, those blossoming flowers, they're going to be perfect present moments. And then we're going to have moments that are less than perfect, but are still just as real. And that flow from moment to moment, I promise you, that's what life is supposed to be. And it's going to feel beautiful. So that's what I was trying to say earlier. I hope perfect. it was worth it. It was. No, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Jonna said, um, the only way out is through. And that's exactly what I was just telling somebody today. It's like, you know what? It's amazing. If we knew that when we're faced with challenges or insecurities, uncertainties, anything you want to label it. And if we knew 100% on the other side of it is the feeling of accomplishment, the feeling of, Hey, I pushed myself through something that I did not think I was going to get through. If we had that perspective, when we knew that, why isn't that we don't why, why isn't that we don't go after that if we know on the other side we're going to grow and heal because it's uncomfortable it's uncertain it's 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 going to be hard you know i've been challenging people lately and myself as well the words we use what is hard somebody was sitting there trying to tell me the other, other day there was talking about uncomfortable you know like stepping out of your comfort zone i said what is uncomfortable for you and as we started peeling back the onion it was like okay is that really associated with what it is that you're trying to put here no Okay. Is it going to be weird? Is it going to be new and unique? Is it going to be exciting? You know, shifting the perspectives. Yeah. You know what it is. It's possibly is. It's like, okay, so that's what we need to do. We need to go. We need to go as Mary Kay says, go feel now. Right. You know, it's so many people. Love so, now pun. We got Fritz. We got Fritz life. Will in the house. He says right now, just wake up a little after uh -huh. 2 a.m. and join this bonus time. Paris, France. Paris, France. What's up? We, oui, we. Oui. That's not for you, Fritz. Sorry. Glenda um, says up here, thank you, Scott. Um, absolutely. And uh, Jacques just said, added a scholarship program for the next generation of mental health advocates for our high school students entering specific fields. Jacques's doing a lot of work. We got to get you... Jock, we, we still got to get you on the show, dude. We had a look, we had a malfunction trying to get him scheduled to be on the show, but I just realized right now when you posted that, yeah. we got to get you on the show. So let me know and I'll send you a link. Johanna says here, it's about acknowledging where we are not ignoring it. Um, I love that. Sit with what you feel. It truly is. I mean, it's so, it's so often because the book think and grow rich. It says, think it doesn't say act. It says think and grow rich. And we have to get silent. We have to get, we have to pause for a second. And this is something that I have to do as well. We have to pause and get silent for a second, not feel guilty about that and really get in touch with who it is and what it is that we really want to do. But more importantly, asking ourselves self the question, who am I? 
who am I? Am I am I the, the sum of all my accomplishments or am I the sole being here having this human existence, this human experience, you know, being able to touch and feel and, exp and, and have all these different emotions? I mean, that's the zest of life. And when I think about all the different egoic stuff that I did and all the different stuff that I, all the possessions that I had to have and all the proof and the validation that I had to have, being able to let that go has been such a freeing experience. But at the same time, I'm so excited for what's happening next. And to your point, what you said before, I've studied millionaires, billionaires, had many of them as friends as you have. They get to this pot, they get to the spot. And we always think that, oh, once I get to the spot, once I have this place, once I have this Ferrari, once I have 18 bathrooms and whatever it is, then I'll feel complete. Then I'll know I made it. And every single one of them gets to that spot and they go, what now? And then they start worrying, what if I lose it? And then they start doing all this other shit you read about in Will Smith's book. It's so beautifully laid out. It's like, just be where you're at. I tell people all the time, if you think you're going to play the someday game, you're going to, I'm going to feel better when I have a beach house. I'm going to feel better when this, if you're not grateful for what it is that you have right now, and you're not sitting in that and going, wow, this is pretty amazing. I can actually go pull a lever in my bathroom and get hot water coming out of it. I can actually have a conversation with millions of people on, on StreamYard with my buddy, Scott. You know, look around in the gratitude and the gratefulness of being able to poop on your own. Everything is right there for us. But the most important thing we want to inspire you guys to do is to sit there and just shift your perspective out of that, out of that reaction, out of that worry, out of that fear. What are they going to think? Who fucking cares what anybody's going to think? Go live your life. It's your experience. It's not theirs. What do you think about that, Scott? And I think you're so on point and I don't mind abusing that and saying it so many times. I mean, like even Fritz will Fritz like will my good friend, William Neese, it's Thomas's brother, by the way. Yeah. So then, uh, so he's out in um, Paris, but yeah, it's right on. It's, it's, it's great to be alive right this freaking second. And I can tell you this almost a hundred percent. There's very few people I know who are super wealthy who aren't waiting for the next thing. And there's something to be said about, you know, the Michael Jordans or the people who literally put their head down and become phenomenal at one thing, or the Elon Musk's or whoever they are, whether it's sports, whether it's, you know, business or whatever. When you aggressively go after something with your head down and attain it, you're missing present moment after present moment after present moment after present moment. And I don't know where that perfect balance is, but I definitely try to practice it. I, I, I work with my clients. I sit with my kid and I take a break. I try to be present with them. I go play basketball and with my wife. I just try to fall in love with every moment. And like you said, you play I basketball with your wife, play basketball and then spend time with my wife. My wife's a horrible basketball player and has no interest in being a good basketball player at all. She's great at aerobics, dancing, yoga, and looking really pretty when she dances and doing it very smoothly. Um, but she's not a basketball player. I was like, wow, that's pretty good that she got into your sport. That's pretty good. No, let's put it this way. She'll probably make fun of me as far as my ability to lead in dancing. I can wiggle my hips well and look cute, but I'm not a let's great dancer. Uh, dude, I let's absolutely see. can. Come on, Chris. Um, I'll do it sometime. We'll have a dance off. Right now. <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in like a- Come on, dance show dance us what you got, Scott. <laughs> I told you we go from serious to shitty. There you go. It's all we'll good. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll, we'll get we'll get into a, we'll do one live from a, a club at some point. We'll do some karaoke. We'll get the whole thing going. Oh, dude, that would be fun. You just can't. You cannot let stripper Chris come out. That's just. You could talk to my Chris, wife. You control she yourself. Will, she will explain stripper Chris. It is. It is not a pretty thing. I don't know if I could. I don't know if stripper Chris will still come out because I have not been dancing said. in a long time. But uh, yeah, go ahead and read that. One of the things that I am really getting is how I am listening to others how I'm recognizing the flavor for reverberating and echoing in mood intention or attitude here. I get to be aware of my biases and leave them behind. I mean, focusing, getting in the moment, just really taking notice. I mean, we, we all, we all need to start the inner work with just that is going, you know, like one thing I would love everybody to take away from today is kind of, it's been a little bit about what we're talking about is when you're on a point where you've been triggered or you're frustrated, or you're angry, or you're responding, even if you're not reacting, but you're responding in that response, ask yourself, where is that initial response coming from? Is that coming from present moment or is it coming from a traumatized portion of you? So in other words, let's say um, someone says to me right now, you're stupid. Now, am I hearing a gym teacher? Am I hearing a parent? Am I hearing a principal? Or am I in this present moment going, looking around going, I'm really not that smart based on all the evidence. There's a damn good chance I'm hearing an old voice in my inner critic because sure. I can look right now and go, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense because I've got scholarships, I've 
got multiple degrees. I've always won awards. Like if anything, I'm very smart, if I'm going to be honest with you. Sure. But that's you very hard to say that because you hear all those people who challenged you to become very smart by spinning it into the negative. And so the, the reality is it's very hard to say that still. I'll be like, ah, whatever. Well, why do we spin it to the negative? That was the thing I was having the conversation with earlier this week. Why do we do that to ourselves? Well, why is there that, that, that like subconscious self-sabotage? Yeah. It's insane. There's a fine line between humility and um, self-deprecation, a fine yeah. line. because, and, and I've tried to figure that out too because for so long I was like, oh, I'm not smart or well, F you. And, and actually no one ever said I wasn't smart. They said I was a troublemaker. Like no That's one actually, <laughs> and that is actually true. So, so maybe I should just listen to this shit and realize it's all true. Um, no, but to the point, I don't think anybody ever said the the latter. Like they, they weren't saying that. Um, yeah. So I, I guess the point is figure out where those things that you're saying though are coming from. Is it the present moment? And if it's not the present moment, get into that present moment. And so start reprogramming the words. That's a hard thing though, because only 10% of your waking moments are in the conscious mind. 90% of those are rising from the subconscious mind. So when you're walking, you're breathing, you're opening your fridge, you know where everything is, butter, milk, you know where everything is, you're in the subconscious mind. So when you're reprogramming, you're doing it consciously from the conscious mind. That's one of the reasons, you know, Chris and I were always talking about um, meditations, guided meditations to help reprogram that subconscious mind. So if you have a belief that you're not smart, for you to constantly constantly say it to yourself, you're trying to go 10 to 9. There's 10% conscious mind fighting 9. So we always recommend to do programming in the theta before you go to bed and right in the waking moments so you're listening to a guided meditation that's saying, I am enough, I am smart, I am intelligent, I am eternally capable because you need to reprogramming and then the conscious mind doesn't even need to do the work. Mm -hmm. and, and that's, again, all this stuff takes effort takes work but is it hard yes is it worth it oh shit, absolutely yeah. yeah i mean here's the here's the reality it's a pain in the ass because we were told that we could do a b c and d and have happiness and we were lied to oh, yeah. all right because happiness is a is an illusion joy should be a byproduct of sharing our brilliance with the world that's what we should be seeking joy the joy is an emotion and joy should be the byproduct of when i share my brilliance with the world and I see it received and see that connection because I brought my gift to the world. That's what I think we're supposed to be doing. I mean, that joy should come from I plugged into this world, contributed, felt, experienced, loved. And that's a beautiful thing in the byproducts joy. So I hope everybody can lean into that and find that direction for themselves. Absolutely. I love what you're saying, man. It's so true. It really is. There's such a freedom. There's such an inner peace just to be playful. And, and like you said, joyful. I mean, such a, I mean, I think about joyful. I'm like, okay, that sounds weird. But at the same time, I'm joyful right now. I'm just having a good time with you sitting here, have a conversation. It's like, we're literally doing it in front of a bunch of people and you guys are all part of the conversation here with us. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for being here for this conversation. Uh, Lisa is here worth every second. Uh, Mary Kay in the house saying autopilot. Absolutely. You know, when I think about what you were talking about, Scott, I want to say this before I capture any other questions is when I tell people, you know, the, the power of the subconscious, they sometimes they negate that. And we talked about the, the RAS system, the reticular activating system. So I want to do this little experiment with you guys, wherever you're at, hopefully you have some color around you to explain exactly what I'm talking about. So I want you guys, wherever you're at, take a look around the room and look at everything that's blue. Just look around the room, wherever you're at and look for everything that is blue. Look around, look around, look around. What's blue? That's blue. That's blue. That's blue. That's blue. That's blue. That's blue. Okay. Okay. You did that, right? Okay. Now tell them, tell me everything that was green. Well, Chris, you told me to look for everything that was blue. Exactly. That's what your subconscious is doing. Right. And I think, I think, uh, I think Johanna said earlier up here about the conditioning process that happens between the ages of one and five. I think it was something she had up here as well. So she brought it up. I mean, the conditioning process that happens. So what we have to do is we have to change the language that we're using with ourselves and we have to change the questions that we're asking ourselves. I truly believe, I think when you ask, I mean, I know this, I don't even think this, when you ask yourself more powerful questions, you get more powerful answers. And for me, one of the best questions that I've asked myself in the last year is what am I making this to mean about me? What am I meaning? So the assumptions, the fear, the uncertainty, the ego, the everything, 
what am I making this to mean about me? And there's been some situations I could easily explain right now where I'm like, Oh fuck. That, that seems like this. And it seems like because I did this and, and probably because I did this and then I posted this, that's probably why it happened. All assumptions, all bullshit, all stuff that's created in my mind. That's working against me. What am I making this to mean about me? Is this something that is not, perhaps something that's happening with them? Perhaps, perhaps I'm a reflection of what it is that they see in themselves that they're not doing or that they're missing. And that's the reason for this. Could that be possible? Yes or no? Yes. Boom. You let that go and you keep marching on with what you're doing. Every time you catch yourself, in my personal opinion, and I know you agree with this guy, the more we catch ourselves having those moments of uncertainty and fear and judgment and everything else, the sooner we catch ourselves and say, listen, am I doing the thing that makes me happy? Yes or no? No. Okay. Then what do I need to do to make, to do that? If we're playing the someday game, then you're lying to yourself and then you're going to expect more misery. But if you sit there and identify the fact that you're doing something you don't appreciate or you're tolerating something, we could talk about tolerations. That's where the, that's where the magic happens. Because once you stop doing that, once you sit there and say that first time, like, Hey, listen, here's what I think. And here's what I would like. The universe stops and goes, you're ready for the next thing. Mm -hmm. 100%. And then that's got to be something too. We got to get excited about in that growth process. I mean, even to your point of the blue and the green exercise, the second we get a new car, you know, you get a new uh, Volvo, you know, obviously you're like, holy shit, everyone's got a Volvo. And so if we can see how simple that works at the minute you notice, wow, why are we not reprogramming the sub subconscious mind? We're exactly where we want to be. So if I were to say this, let's say that I want to travel a lot. I need to tell my subconscious mind, I am an adventurer. I am somebody who wants to see the world. I am a perspective seeker. All the things that come with travel. And you need to speak that into the universe and get hyper-specific too. I am a traveler of the world who will meet many people and live in many countries and maybe even get specific in numbers, more than half, 100 countries plus. Start saying that shit and I guarantee you the universe is going to make, you're going to be sitting there and someone's going to happen to show up and be a travel agent and go, Hey, I was looking for somebody to travel on the world with me and I have an extra seat. And I know it sounds like insane that you're like, that shit doesn't happen. I could tell you story after story after story of how my life has unfolded just like that, where the craziest thing happened by accident, by coincidence. No, no. I was programming my subconscious mind really effectively as a kid and into my 20s and 30s. And I was making things happen. And I just thought it was coincidence. Coincidence is effective programming of the subconscious mind aka hypnosis aka manifestation call it whatever you want you all have the capacity to do it if you don't choose to do that that's on you your responsibility your choice period your responsibility your choice i didn't even and that, that's such a great point i mean it truly is i mean it, you have to take responsibility we also have to have discipline i was talking with somebody the other day about this about discipline the fact that what's what's the immediate reaction when we see discipline we think punishment but the fact that the, the fact that yeah, it's self love, it's like when you have the ability to get up in the morning and go, I choose to put myself first. I choose not to pick up my phone and, and read all the bullshit that's going on in the news media or whatever else. I choose to look at my emails that I know are going to put me down. How about that first morning? We just wake up. We wake up with the intention of you know, like what it is that we're we're, we're intending on creating. That's another powerful question. That I've been I keep it on a sticky note right in front of me. What am I creating right now? Am I creating an environment where I feel empowered? I'm, I'm excited for what's coming next or by the choices and the things I'm focusing on, am I creating a, an environment that's potentially self-sabotaging that is potentially going back to what we said before, you know, is going to, is going to empower my negative self-image. Trust me. I've had so many different situations over my life where I've had such a negative self-image and, you know, God's honest truth, being able to go through that and, and, and to really get raw and real and vulnerable with therapists and, and friends and people like yourself. You know, that's where the growth comes in, guys. I mean, I was telling somebody, I feel like I keep saying this, but I literally was this week, was telling them like, you know that anything that's happened in your life, you have handled it and dealt with it, right? Yes or no? Yes. Every single time? Yes. Okay. So why is there not the belief that whatever's going to happen that's uncertain in your life, you're not going to be able to handle that either? You know, would you be able to handle it? Yes or no? Well, yeah, I would have to. I would do it just like you've done it all the other times, right? Okay. So why not run towards that? Why not get that thing out of the way? Because we're always going to be learning lessons. And I think that's the other thing. And I'd like your opinion on this. People think they're going to, and you said this earlier, we're going to get to this place where everything's going to be done. Like, oh, you know, we think about when I graduate high school, good, I'm done with school. Nope. There's fucking college. Oh shit. I got college. Okay. Now there's certificate, certificate programs. What? 
you're always going to be learning. You're always going to be going through challenges. The hero's journey we talked about here on the show. If you guys are new to the show, go watch it. Please go watch it. The hero's journey on YouTube, the Joseph Joe. Campbell story, finding Joe. Yes. Go watch that. You will get the picture of exactly when you go through the next, you go through whatever struggle you're going through right now. You're going to be like, ah, and you're going to tell everybody, listen, I went through this. You, okay. You guys can do the two. I, I show, I'll show the way. And then you get through that. And all of a sudden it's like the next thing happens. And then the next thing happens. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, life will continue to be challenging, but you can look at it with the lens of fear or the lens of love, the lens of excitement, the lens of fear, whatever it is you want to put on it. Embrace the challenge of where it is that you're right now and grow through that. Push yourself through that. Change your perspective. Change the people that you're around. Change the thought mentality. Change the questions you're asking yourself. Change the things you're doing in the morning, and you will ultimately change the results of what it is that you're working on. And you you said a perfect word, Chris, and, and awesome comments. But one of the words that like it's such a scary word is self discipline. And the reason self discipline I think is so scary for people is we've had upbringings where there might have been some sort of either verbal or physical abuse, and we think of discipline as part of that, but it's not. Discipline is the framework and the structure to make sure you're doing the things you need to do to ensure success. So I would recommend if you really want to make an amazing transition from where you are today to where you know you truly have always been is start working on your self-image, start working on your self-discipline, and then the all-encompassing of that is self-love. So really think about that. If self-discipline is that framework to make sure I'm going to go through the routine, I'm going to take the effort to move into theta and program my subconscious mind, and then that self-image to know what you want that to be. I am amazing. I am infinite. I am a beautiful human being. And so once you start leaning into that, then when you start getting into the big picture of self-love of saying, oh, wait a second. So I'm together as two components. I am spirit. I am a fractal or perspective point of source, AKA God, universe creator. So I'm pretty fucking amazing. And then this is just the vessel in which I'm existing to participate in this existence and connect. And a bunch of people talk about the word connecting. So once I can go, okay, so I have a specific brilliance I'm supposed to share here and bring value. Once I start doing that and connecting, man, this world starts to make a lot of sense. And to Chris's point, okay, so today I stumble. Uh, tomorrow something happens it's good how do i not know that that stumble didn't slow me down so i didn't get ridden up you know driven over by the car right behind that stumble and as oftentimes when we look we go oh shit, i would have or wait i needed that break because then i wouldn't have meant that person or that person i know it's a nightmare and sometimes we're saying this is bullshit because i just failed five times in a row one of the things that i'll share with you that's the craziest thing i will i have speakers bureaus that work with me and they'll send me a speech that literally says, we need somebody who speaks about love, self-love, works well with kids, talks about kindness. I mean, literally describes me in every word. I'm like, oh, done deal. And they don't call me back. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I literally get, I'm livid. I'm like, is it, are you serious? And then someone will call me. They're looking for a speaker on grief and they're paying twice the amount as the other one on the same date. And I'm like, I don't know anything about grief. And they go, we just really want you. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And so I go speak on grief thinking that I shouldn't be doing this. And then I blow it away. And I don't even know where it comes from. I start speaking things. And everyone's like, I feel so much better. And I'm like, I'm like, what the, and I literally am mad. Cause I'm like, but that's what I'm good at. And the universe goes, no, you were supposed to be here right now. Mm -hmm. Shut the hell up and go. And I will be honest with you. I'm not fully comfortable with that yet but I have the growth mindset to embrace it and I'm leaning into it. So when the universe says there's something I want you to learn and perfect, I do it. And that's what I would suggest to all you guys. And it's super uncomfortable. It's super uncertain, but the beautiful thing comes out of it is I always see people grow and change for the better because of how I was plugged into the universe. Mm. So surrendering is a nightmare and it's, it's hard and jump, jump into it. Just do it. I mean, uh -huh. right. So, Johanna, Johanna captured it perfectly. Visualization plus imagination equals manifestation. Mm -hmm. I, I have a long sleeve shirt on. I didn't get a chance to take, change my shirt for the show. So mm -hmm. the mic, microphone's right there. Psh, mic drop. Yes, Johanna. Yes. She actually wrote it three times. One, two, and three. She's she like, make it. sure you catch this. Mary Kay says, thank you, Johanna. We got Chad Pape in the house. What's Chad? What's up, man? My Orange County brother from another mother. He says, choose wisely. Yes, yes, yes. In so many different respects. I mean, ketchup, you got to be careful what ketchup you get. 
you got to be careful. Uh, what's up? Lee's got here. Our, our Jack says here, uh, so positivity is manifested from within oneself. Amen. It's true. It goes back to the vibrations of the frequency that you're tuned into. If you expect the shit to happen, shit's going to continue to happen. That's why I love the people that watch the news. Like the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Everywhere I go, there are beautiful, beautiful people out there living their life. I was out there today and I just looked around. I'm like, if all you, if all, if I listen to the news, I would think that 50% of you hate me. And uh, no, everybody's good. Uh, Lee says here, he goes, change the automatics. The little things lead to the big things. Yes. My brother Lee is on his way to Las Vegas. Lee is on his, is on his way on his way to Las Vegas. Sorry. I could say that 10 times fast. Um, Jock says, when you let go of your fears, you touch your soul. Ooh, so, 100%. so true. Love yes. Yes. Soul, man. Yes, yes, there's so many. You guys are awesome tonight. We're on fire. This is beautiful. You guys want us just not to have guests anymore? It seems like we have a good guess. Actually, I like it all. I like them all. We just, have, we just have fun this way. Mary Kay is a beautiful, beautiful soul. She says here, rejection is not a life sentence. J.K. Rowling rejected 12 times. Dr. Seuss yes. 27 times until they weren't. What if they gave up? Same thing. I was wearing a Rocky shirt yesterday. I went to go get an x-ray. And the lady commented on my shirt. She goes, Rocky, she goes, isn't it such an amazing story? And I said, do you know the story behind the story about Sylvester Stallone and trying to get that script done? Oh, God, yeah. And she's like, no. And so I spat that I had a few minutes waiting for them to call me back. And so I sat there and told him the story, told her the story about what Sylvester Stallone went through and what it gave up, sold his dog, um, sold his dog and sat there and they got, he got cast. They, they said they were going to buy his script and they said, we're going to put somebody else as a starring role. And they're like, no. And he had a chance to make like, I think it was $50,000 just on the script alone. He was dirt poor. He just sold his dog. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to do this. And look where he's at today. So yes, yes, yes. You got to have the belief. You got to hang on to what it is. It's most important. This is the thing that I keep right in front of me. So this is not a, this is not a prop. I keep this in front of me all the time, all the time. You never know how close you are so never give up on your dreams yes it's so true it's so true dude we've been talking for 57 minutes you guys are amazing i love you guys out here commenting we're going to go back here and comment in some of your comments and just thank you guys for being here lee's in the house he goes yes i am yes yes lee is on his way to vegas i love it i love it i love it uh angel's in the house she says my favorite which one which one of us is your favorite Ooh, put her on the spot put her on the spot <laughs> that's like my parents we, we always mess with them. who's your favorite kid and we're like i we all say we know i mean i do know it's me so it doesn't really matter <laughs> <laughs> you think you think you think i don't even care dude i don't care well, i know I'm my mom's favorite but yeah that's another story um yes uh mary Kay says oh i love that you never how never know how close you are yes yes and i've Never mind. I won't even say that. See, I catch myself. I catch myself. I've Barely. actually, had, I've had a few Barely. drinks, but there was, there was a few things. I Teresa's still in the house. What's up, Georgia? Thank you so much. She says, great, great. Show. So, show. so she's had a great, show. she's from the South. That's what they say. They say, you had a great. So go dogs, <laughs> go dogs. Athens, Georgia's in the house. Teresa's an awesome supporter. She's amazing. Three feet from gold. Yes. I actually, this is funny. I told somebody this the other day and they didn't believe me. I had the author of that book. I'm trying to remember his name right now. I have a picture of him. Secret knock. Um, forgetting. I had him on my, my, when I did my original live radio show, the kick-ass radio show, I had him on my show and somebody was surprised about that. And they said, what did you think? And I, I just, I, yeah, I couldn't answer that. Greg Reed. Yes. 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 Um, yeah, I couldn't answer that question. It was, it was a good, it was a good interview. It was, it was a good book. Um, uh, Teresa says that is a great show. Well, thank you, Teresa. You're amazing. I'm so glad you tuned in tonight. Um, yes, Greg, I know Pam knows Greg. Uh, thank you for being here, Pam. Glenda's in the house. She goes, y'all love us some Southerns. We all love you all. I don't care where you're at. It was crazy. My, the, my, my raw and scripted podcast is blowing up in England. I'm like, why it, my, my numbers in England are higher than the United States. And I'm like, well, the Brits, I mean, if anybody's seen uh Ted Lasso, you were telling me about Ted Lasso. Oh, I love Ted Lasso. If people think yeah. I can cuss shit, motherfucker. Holy shit. Goddamn. No, I love Ted Lasso. I literally think the best show I've ever, first of all, I don't watch TV. So I'm probably the worst person to ask. And I was forced to watch it because so many people are like, you have not seen that. Like of yeah. all people, you need to see that. I start watching it. I'm like, I get it. I, I, I love that. That is the most well-developed show as far as character development, little nuggets of wisdom that people don't know. are. There's so many seeds being planted and 
it's so good for men becoming more vulnerable and not even knowing what hit them. If you watch the whole series, honestly, lives are changed because of that. And people just don't know it yet. Flawlessly done show. I love it. Oh, yeah. The character development, Five the different bylines, the different storylines of what it is that they're doing. Absolutely not. It was so funny because Barb's like, she goes, do you want to watch Ted Lasso with me? And I'm like, what kind of murder crime thing is it? She's like, no, it's about this guy. He's a soccer coach and he's really positive, but he's kind of dorky positive. Kind of reminds yeah. me of you. And I'm like, I'm a fucking dorky positive. Really? You really I'll take that, dude. I would be him in a second. I'm going to shave my head and get a mustache. Do it. Shave it up the sides. Whatever thing he had going on. I'm going to do that. Just oh, speaking that speaking cool. of shaving, speaking of shaving, I'm going to do it. I haven't, I'm not, Jackson's never seen me without facial hair. I usually do it. Like I used to do it like once every three to five years. Like literally since I've been able to grow facial hair, I've had facial hair. Uh, my wife's been trying to get me on TikTok. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do TikTok. I've had a few other people like, dude, you need to be on TikTok. So I'm going to do TikTok. My first TikTok is going to be me shaving all my facial hair off. So if you guys go follow the No Excuses Coach on TikTok, because I'm going to do it. I'm scared to death. Um, but uh, yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know what that has to do with the show, but uh, I'm going to shave my facial hair off. That's that's me getting face? out of my comfort zone. Can you shave a smiley face from your chest hair for me? <laughs> um, I don't have any chest hair. Oh, then right then. I don't either. Look at look look at ladies. Look at. Yeah, I really don't. It's all white. <laughs> no, actually, I do shave my chest hair down. I got pictures of me looking fucking Guido Sarducci from Saturday Guido Night Sarducci. Live. Oh, yeah, until I was actually I was in a I was in a, a video at work. I used to be in videos at work and in like uh, photo shoots and shit like that. They would use the employees. And there's this one scene where I'm in the warehouse. My shirt's ripped open. They're doing a uh, uh, they're doing a. Um, Fuck, I can't remember what the shit Chris is. Chris Angel has a great comment. No, this is what we need to do. You need Chris to Angel? shave it on air. I'm not Angel, no. Chris. Angel. <laughs> you said Angel, Chris Angel. No, listen. I said Chris Angel has a good comment. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna so, do it on I'm gonna do it on TikTok because no, no, everybody... no, you can do both. Be on air. No, I want everybody to go to TikTok it. to check me out. That's the only way they're gonna see it. Do both. You can no. be on here, you can be on there, it could be all of it. No, oh my god, what is this shave, Chris? You guys don't want me to shave. I have a I, like I have a long lip like that, that goes Chris, for they're days. They're saying shave. You, you they're shave they're this off, don't. and they're I have saying, a. They said, "Oh my God, shave, Chris." But they're some telling you to shave. No, I'm reading it. They want you to shave. I know that's what I'm hearing, but it's like crazy. I look, but I want to do it. Just, the only reason why I want to do it is I want to freak Jackson out. He'd be like, "What the fuck?" No, I look totally different without facial hair. It's 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 insane how much how much <laughs> I look different. Look at me, see Mary Kay's like, no, don't shave. She goes, I can see that shit. No, I'm gonna do it. I'm actually gonna do it. Because <laughs> it's uncomfortable for me. So when I do it, I do it every once or five years. And as soon as I do it, I go, Oh my god, I gotta wait two weeks until I look fucking normal again. My buddy shaved for his uh his this is beautiful, Brian Kelly. Sometimes he watches the show a little bit. Um, I've known him for years and years and years. His wife got cancer, and when his wife got cancer, he shaved his head. A beautiful thick head of hair and then when she was going through chemo he shaved all of his facial hair off so he was like completely nothing and i was like wow dude i've never seen you look like that you should do it Fresh just, just don't do the mustache and do ted lasso go with a whole new look <laughs> you know what yeah uh what was it chad says like he goes you'll look like a version of the young dennis miller no, I don't Dennis have that. Miller was pretty cool. I was a I was a huge fan of his com comedy back in the day. I liked Dennis Miller. Actually. I was. Then he got. Then he got stupid. Was yeah, it? Have a Scott, no, have a no Scott shave off today. beard and mustache live. Scott doesn't have shit to shave off. No. Oh, you're they right. want me to do it. Okay. They want me to like. Go no, you it. should shave your hair, and I'll shave my facial hair. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hold on. Uh -huh. to that. Oh, so you're all gung ho about me shaving my facial? Hair. You're not going to shave your hair? Dude, I'm I'm 50 years old. Just rip it off. Just rip it off. Show them your not, ball. I'm not getting rid of this shit. All right, all right, all right. We've been going for an hour and four minutes. You guys are awesome. We wanted to have a playful show tonight. Um, we guys want to always to see the different dynamics of Scott and Chris. And the fact that we truly just want to be here with you guys every single week in conversation with a guest, with just ourselves, you know, the whole thing is that we're all sharing one another. We're all sharing this journey that we're on. We've got so many beautiful people in the house. You know, that's what makes this impactful. That's what makes this joyful for us is really knowing that you guys show up every single week and we see your posts and we see the growth. Jacqueline, I mean, we've seen your growth. I'm not going to, I mean, yeah, the shave off thing, but all of you guys have had incremental growth through the time that we've been here together, I've had incremental, in, in, incremental growth. And so have you, Scott. 
Come here back here every single week. Let us know for 2022, especially what do you want to see? What do you guys want us to have conversations about? Do you guys want us to go more into current events and talk about things that are going on? Do you guys want to sit there and focus on different things, aspects of spirituality, more, more things that have to do with with, with body and, and, and more things like we did the other week with Hannah Stone? Let us know what it is that you want because we will find the people. Scott has an amazing eclectic group of, of people in his network. I know people. We would love to be able to have that. And we have so many amazing guests ready for you guys in 2022. And we just are excited for you guys. So if you haven't been to the Unfiltered Experience, go to www.theunfilteredexperience.com. Go there, become a part of the Facebook community. Chime in there. Let us know what's going on. Let us know how we can support you. We both have programs that are going on that we would love to have you a part of. Um, go check it out. And uh, Fritz, Fritz Will says, great fun. Thank you for sharing the love. Um, we have other people sitting there saying, have a beautiful evening. So please, if nothing else from this conversation tonight, go share this with somebody else. Not necessarily a show. If you feel compelled to, to share the show, do that. But just go take whatever it is that you've learned tonight and go have a conversation with somebody else, whether it's a text message, a Facebook message, whatever it is, preferably on the phone. You'll just grab somebody to say, hey, listen, this is the thing that I that I gained tonight from this conversation. Spread the love, spread the news, and let's all be the opportunity for us to make this world a better place. Scott, final thoughts on the, the amazing things you shared tonight. Uh, final thoughts, stick with that one piece of info. When you find yourself struggling, you find yourself in a place of being triggered or just not feeling right, ask yourself, are you emoting, are you feeling emotions from this present moment? Or are those emotions that are carried over from some time of trauma? And when you can start to identify that, you're going to have an amazing shift in your growth. So think about that. If you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling scared, you know, angry, whatever, Ask yourself, present moment, or is that coming from another space? And try to take control of that. And just being aware is a great start. So that's what I got for you guys. Love you all. You guys are all badass superstars. And Chris and I always mean that. And love you to death. Thanks for being here. We love you guys. Go out there and have an awesome weekend. Be the change you bitch about. Hell and yeah. let us know what we can do to support you. We'll see you guys here next Friday night, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, with our guest, Jock Brokus. He was supposed to be here this weekend. Unfortunately, he is not feeling very well, but he's going to be an amazing guest talking about all sorts of different aspects of spirituality, um, afterlife stuff, if you're interested in that kind of thing, but just really just getting us to shift our perspectives. He has a unique way of being able to look at what we're saying and find a dichotomy and what we're saying and being able to shift our perspective. So we're looking forward to having Jock on the show next week. But until then, we love you guys. Go out there and have a great holiday and love one another. And uh, we'll see you next time here on the Unfiltered Experience. We'll see you. We love you guys. Peace, peace.